So in the United States, uh, I think it's important to understand kind of the capacity that the United States has right now. Um, we have 98 operating nuclear power plants um, in a bunch of different states. I think the most important thing, and we talk about this later to note about where the nuclear power plants are at, is they are typically in, in places that are uh, m largely deregulated um, in terms of nuclear power. And so um, I think that one of the potential apps that we'll talk about uh, is the like regulation of the nuclear industry. Um, and I think that that's probably topical on this topic. Um, I think another important thing to, to look at is, and I, I think that this number is not, um, it doesn't match up with the amount that the action needs to be spent probably in terms of uh, actually keeping up maintenance on nuclear facilities, but $7.5 billion a year in terms of maintenance of the plants. And this is something else we'll talk about later is that um, nuclear energy is way more expensive at this point than other forms of energy like natural gas, uh, primarily because it is not subsidized to the same level, which is another F. Um, basically, and, and there are, John, how many did you say? I think that there are two power plants that will be up by 2021. Um, they're being built now or have licenses, um, but that's it. Um, and I think that that's part of the problem, generally speaking, um, with nuclear capacity is that the impacts of this will be slow in terms of energy production and the transition away from, like, uh, fossil fuels, right? So, like... Your earliest potential, and this is, wouldn't even be with an AF, right? I, I don't know how long it takes to build one of these, actually. Um, does, John, did you know? A long time. It's, it's not a quick process, right? Um, but, like, if the first ones uh, that they've started building, like, I think it was in 2013 that they started building them, are going to be online in 2021, so eight years to build it. That means that, like, at minimum, like, you have an eight-year... Um, gap between when your when the AF happens and when a, an advantage would happen if your AF is building new nuclear energy plants, right? So your advantage, I think, in that instance, then has to be perceptive or like a perception-based advantage, um, or you will probably just lose to a disad. To be fair, I think that that's a problem with most of the AFs on this topic. Um, these are kind of the problems that exist right now in the status quo. So the first problem is, and this is something that I think you'll see in a lot of uh, a lot of different places, is that the deinvestment de from nuclear energy, I think, is happening um, in the status quo. So because uh, other forms of energy like natural gas are so heavily uh, subsidized, there's not a lot of reason for people to invest in building nuclear power plants. Um, and most of them are like lacking upgrades or infrastructure development or anything like that, uh, which means that uh, 10 of the 13, oh, excuse me, 10 other, yeah, or 10, 10 other nuclear plants uh, are at risk of closure in 2014. Um, those are in uh, deregulated states. And maybe that's the delineation, is that the deregulated states are the ones where they're at risk of, of uh, closing because they're not kept up standard-wise. Um, and states where there are regulations, those are that's not the case because they're forced to like invest in those nuclear facilities and make sure that they maintain some kind of uh, stability. But yeah, the second part of this, the second part of the first paragraph, I think, is like the most clear clear indication here. Um, high costs uh, in terms of or high costs, low power prices, um, primarily because coal and natural gas are way cheaper. Um, Regulatory issues, local concerns of safety and reliability. Like the the nuclear power plants in the United States are not, I think, in some states, in a very good place. Um, 
the second argue, the second part here I think is important to consider too because it talks about how Cole is uh, is uh, projected to retain retain like its position. I think that that only continues, right? Um, because of the rollback of I can't what was the uh, EPA's clean. Yeah, clean power plan was that? Yeah, yeah, CPA. Yeah, yeah. um, I think that that only continues because of that. Uh, that uh, does not affect nuclear necessarily, but it certainly does guarantee that things like like dirtier energies or dirtier sources of energy will continue to like be the more preferred because they will be cheaper. That being said, um, I think that this is the most efficient form of energy that exists, period, um, in terms of being carbon-free. 20% um, of the nation's overall electricity is, uh, is um, nuclear-based, 63% of it's carbon-free electricity. Um, the problem is, I think, that we are almost at capacity in terms of where the nuclear, where we are at in terms of like, old, like the nuclear reactors we currently have uh, will not generate more electricity. I don't think that they're maxed out right now, which is something we'll talk about in a little bit, but like they're rapidly reaching that point. Part of the problem is, and this is another thing that we'll talk about, is that they don't, we'll talk about it in a second, because I think it's probably the most interesting thing about nuclear energy in the United States. Wait. Yeah. So it's actually the same. So there are uh, reactors right now that um, are eligible for subsidies, um, but the subsidies are not great. Um, there are. There they were part of the wind energy subsidies, um, but they're substantially less than the wind energy subsidies, um, and they're only for specific reactors, which are the AP one thousand reactors. Um, that means that like a majority of nuclear energy is not eligible for subsidies, which is probably should have been in the inherency section, but that's okay. Um, I think that that means that nuclear energy has like a very high potential to be a very good afground, very good afground. Um, I also think that the other thing that probably is true, and this is like very clear earlier because like you can see the a the lack of regulation and b like the lack of investment kind of in nuclear energy means that the reactors probably need upgrades they probably need to be fixed in some ways um i think that that's really good afground like on this topic it's really i think the best strategy to be like we're not going to build new things we're going to fix the bad things about the old stuff and then you can't get a disad kind of right i'm sure there are disads but the links are certainly more like, I will be more skeptical of links on stuff that's just, like, reform this this bad technology. Um, and I think that that's probably where most of the apps should exist this year. Um, so the problem um, that we have seen in the past is that uh, there is... Did y'all talk about, like, grid priority at all yesterday? Okay. So um, what that means is that there are certain types of energy that get priority when they access the grid. Um, things like coal, natural gas get priority when accessing the grid. Um, that means that like we would use those energies first before we would use something like nuclear and then we like think of like saving nuclear as like a stockpile or like a backup in case something happens where we need it. Um, that is the problem right now. Um, and this is the second paragraph talks about like how uh, this was last winter, I think, because it was such a bad winter. Um, natural gas and coal had transportation problems in which they couldn't always guarantee that those reactors would be like firing a maximum capacity or the capacity that they needed to to sustain a specific area. They had to then um, go to nuclear energy in order to fill the gaps in those places, and nuclear energy did a really good job of filling those gaps. 
The problem is, again, that it's almost a capacity, which means that if there are larger delays because of things like climate change um, or like weather being bad, then they won't be able to fill those gaps, which means like blackouts and stuff like that. Um, and that's like fundamentally the problem is that all of the energy, all of the uh, what tariffs, tariffs and rules and grid operator practices lend themselves to not benefiting nuclear energy and benefiting other sectors of energy, right? So like everything, and that's like, I guess the question for nuclear energy almost is that it's okay. It's fine. You don't have to close your laptop. Yeah, yeah, you can just, okay. yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, if that's wild. Uh, it's cool, don't worry about it. Um, well, you, no, open it, take notes, it's fine. If you want to, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So I think that these are, the, this like begs a question about the topic that I think that you may have talked about yesterday because we talked well we talked about it on the way home last night is um, is a negative action uh, increase investment um, and I think that that might be true in a lot of instances with the nuclear stuff because removing um, removing for instance like removing subsidies for other types of energy would probably increase investment in nuclear energy. Right, like if you make the argument that um, the only reason nuclear energy is not a viable option now is that it's more expensive because of subsidies than other types of energy, right? Um, and uh, again, I don't know if that's a good app or a good argument, but like I certainly think that it's true. Um, and I, yeah. Why aren't other forms of energy prioritized on the grid as I think that it's because it, it increases investment in those types of energy. So like when, uh, I think the Obama administration did natural gas largely, I think, um, or that was like the massive expansion. Um, and I think that when we're trying to like set up an industry like that or expand it, they give priority access to those things to make sure that that industry is profitable, right? Or like, or it's like the preferred industry. And so that's kind of a holdover from that. But I mean, like with everything in the United States, when like that happens, the industry gets up and lobbies get entrenched, then like there's no, you know what I mean? Like you're just like, oh, well, this is, this is who we are now, I guess, right? Um, so I think that that's, that's a large thing too. Um, I also think that um, an app that would uh, deprioritize grid, um, like grid uh, priority practices um, would probably benefit nuclear energy. Um, so things that things that interact with the grid in those two ways, I think, would be good nuclear energy topics because they likely benefit it as long as they're directed towards kind of nuclear energy. Does that all make sense? There was a joke on there. There was some other stuff I wanted to talk about with nuclear, though. Um, does anybody have questions about nuclear, first of all? Because I actually don't think that I have much else to say. Do you have anything else you want to say about nuclear? I feel like nuclear is like far and away the most straightforward portion of the topic because like it's just like you either fix the old reactors or you build a few new ones, right? Like and also it's fine and everybody knows the disheads to it. Actually, we could talk about the negative side of things if you wanted to. Does anybody want to talk about the negative sides of nuclear energy? Okay, dope. Um, I think that I think that probably and this is like based off the policy topic. I think that largely the the best arguments against any nuclear app are going to be. Um, about either the waste disposal from it um, or the minerals or not the minerals yeah the minerals used to access it 
So um, I think that the most popular pick on that top, well, it was, no, that was just for SMRs, I think, was um, Thor Thorium, because Thorium is like almost exclusively mined on native land. Um, like things like that, I think are like very good picks, very good arguments, right? So you just don't use a specific element that they use, you use a different element, right? Um, I think that the problem with nuclear energy is that it takes a long time for anything to develop because unless you're just slightly modifying the reactor. Um, and actually, I'm irritated because I thought there was... Um, I guess I didn't put it in here. So the other thing that we were, the other thing um, that I think is important to know about nuclear energy is that um, even though we basically haven't built any reactors since the 80s, like we basically haven't built reactors since the 80s, meaning like we have built some but not enough to keep up with the like demand, um, that they have steadily increased their uh, output. And so they, there, it's possible to make modifications to nuclear reactors that would like generate more output, but not necessarily anything that would like revolutionize the way that the, those reactors work, right? So like I think again that's a good place for that's a good place for apps to be is like if you're um, generating like any, or if you're like uh, making any kind of like additions or if you're adding to nuclear reactors I think that that allows them to be more efficient that is a good app right okay I don't actually think I have anything else to say about nuclear do you have anything you want to say about nuclear I mean you have to be ready to answer and discuss like what do you do with the waste at your power plant yeah that's going to be like a component of any nuclear app is like how you deal with waste disposal and it's going to be the links to a lot of the disads and criticisms be, like waste related yeah and so we've talked a lot about the electricity generation potential but also don't forget that there's like this other giant elephant in the room that you have to deal with if you're going to write a nuclear app with the waste so. for sure and i also think that there are and this is like something that i think probably would be a good camp app for sure is there are um, apps that, or there are nuclear reactors that utilize the spent fuel um, as a fuel source. Um, so those types of reactors like kind of answer the biggest argument against what your position or what your app is um, and are, are just smart. I think that's what we read when I debated this topic. I don't know why I looked at you like you would know the answer to that question. You don't remember every app that I've ever written? Yeah. Disrespectful. Um, yeah, but I think that our apps like that are probably like, <clears throat> the ones you want to go with. Um, the traditional nuclear apps probably, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but you can read hedge on any app, so you don't have to just like read this like straight up more nuclear power plants. Yeah. Could you make an argument that maybe like one or the other, like if you're uh, like on the negative, like any other of the energy sources would be preferable, like just in terms of efficiency, or is that not really I don't think that that's, I think the problem is I don't think that's the case. I just think that like nuclear energy is like, I don't think that, I don't know that it's better, right? But I think it is the most efficient in terms of being like carbon neutral and also like the amount of energy that it generates is like just better. Um, I think that there, I think that the other arguments you probably want to go for on this are um, consider the places where these things will be built. Like we taught, like literally this is like the, the power plants that are in states that are unregulated are like at risk of shutting down because they don't work right right like that's a problem and so like but if you're if you're like trying to build new nuclear power plants and you're like how do we build this as cheaply as possible then you're going to build it in places that are unregulated right like i think those are probably good arguments against nuclear um and if you haven't seen the chernobyl docuseries you should because you know why it's bad how does an rbmk reactor explode lies 
It's a really good show. Um, oh no, that's a lie. <laughs> no, it's a, that's what the communists said. <laughs> Who are you talking to right now? That's okay. <laughs> This is what they said at the end of that show. They're like, official Soviet death toll 31. And then they're like, actual? Good question. <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, but yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, that, I think that you could make an argument that other forms of energy are better, but I don't know what they would be. I think that there probably is a really good dissat here that's based on nuclear. If the argument is that, like, nuclear trades off with natural gas uh, or... Yeah, trades off with natural gas. I think there's probably a good argument, like in terms of energy production for like homes and stuff like that. I think it's probably a good argument that it devastates the natural gas industry, which would be bad because we are relying real heavily on that. I think right now in terms of competition. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you get impacted real fast if you're like saying that you shouldn't do the plant because it would be bad for the natural gas industry. People should be like, natural gas industry is bad. We should probably. I think that's the problem. Is all of these industries are bad. <laughs> But um, so I know that John expects to see a ton of like a ton of thorium this year. Um, do you, do either of you though, expect to see um, I don't know nuclear acts that are like new and creating like new things and you know are not thorium basically? Yes. Like new types of nuclear reactors. Yeah. Um. I sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that makes sense. I, that, to me, again, is, like, the best AF, right? Because, like, I think either your AF replaces or upgrades, like, existing nuclear infrastructure um, because I think it's way harder to get dishead links on that because you're just, like, making the bad thing good. Um, or I think they'll be... I mean, I guess that's the same thing. It's just, like, developing new new tech um, because, again, that's hard to get a dishead link on. But there's just a ton of different reactors. Like, yeah. You can have, like, pebble bed reactor AF, like, spent fuel reactor AF, like, talking about SMRs, like thorium. There's just like a million different reactor designs that you've mm-hmm. got a million, but... Uh, but close. Yeah. There's a bunch. <laughs> and I think, I think that that's probably the problem is that like on most of these other, uh, most of these other uh, like AF area or the AF, the topic areas, like I think that you can have like one pick that probably answers a majority of it. I don't think that's true. I mean, it may be true for parts of the nuclear topic, but like they don't overlap in every instance. Like not, for instance, like, like not every reactor will use thorium, I don't think, right? Um, and so you, that pick just doesn't work for everything, which is fine, right? Like that's, but I do think that nuclear is like, I guess we'll find out later when Alex uh, talks about the other two areas, but I think that nuclear is one of the larger areas in terms of the options, what you can do. Like solar panels, you know, probably prove me wrong, but like solar panels are kind of just like solar panels, right? Um, but like, the, uh, that's wrong. I don't know why I said that, but like, yeah. Okay, okay, dope, okay, yeah, well. Um, but like, I, I, yeah, like John said, there are, there are so many different types of nuclear reactors that it makes it incredibly difficult to predict what the AF will be. Um, and I think the... I guess the question in this instance to me is that I don't know, or I guess the answer is I don't know that it matters what the, um, unless you're going really hard for the inherency or solvency debate, which I don't know if that will be the case this year a lot. Um, I don't know that you get a drastically different advantage based on the different reactor um, because they generate energy in a very efficient manner. Um, They're probably good for hedge in some way. and they're good for the climate. They're good for climate, right? Like I, I don't know that the advantages that you get based off the nuclear reactor are dra- dramatically different. I'm sure there are, right? But like I don't know that immediately. Like right now, without knowing what reactor it is, I don't think they're dramatically different. But that's also a warrant for why you could just like counterplan a different kind of reactor and read like 
a turn to the kind they have. Yeah. Like, or just like a piece of comparative evidence that's like, this is better for waste than the one they're doing. I saw all their advantages and I'm better for waste. We'll do my tech instead. They can't really perm because like, if there's a finite number of reactors you can make mm-hmm. and like every reactor that you make that's their kind of reactor is like bad because it creates more waste. So like the perm would just never be a good idea. So you'd rather just have the tax credit for the better reactor quote unquote and just like counter plan do SMRs instead of thorium that's not mined on native land. Well, it's not like so then digital also hold us back. I I've been thinking about this a lot. Do you expect to see counter plans continue to grow yeah. in use this yeah. year? Yeah. Especially because the Negrons is not actually that good on this topic. <laughs> so like if you don't want to if you don't want to recap every round. When is it ever a good call? Get really good at counter plans. Yeah. How many uh reactors do you have to build to be a substantial increase? Do you think if if one reactor and no, I mean, I think that I think that this is actually this is a nice topic in that they're actually like, if if you're if you're increasing over the amount that exists currently, there are ninety eight operating in the United States. There are definitely stable definitions for what substantially is. Um, I think it's. I mean, like there are numbers. Um, that's silly. People are going to have substantial fifty percent. You have to build forty nine reactors. Get out of here. Yeah, but at least no, century. that's dude. That's tangible though. Like that's a tangible bright line. But like, it's not that, the. the the investment is what has to increase, not the energy production, right? Yeah, so, like, as long as yeah. you're, like, okay. here's a there's still a number attached to that. that doesn't exist now. Yeah. You could build no reactors and you'd still be topical. That's, that's fine, though. My point is that there's a number attached to it. And so, like, whether or not, whether it's the amount that we're investing right now, the, the industry invests $7.5, or $7.5, $7.5 billion a year in terms of maintenance and upgrades. So if you invest 3.2 or 3.325, then, like, four... Yeah, no, for sure. It would be very annoying. But at least you would know that the person is topical because they literally meet the interp. Right? Probably be very contextual. Yeah. 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 They say it would be substantial if you're providing incentives to the amount of reactors that are built here. Because if there were no new reactors since 1980, wouldn't it be a very substantial difference if you even built, were able to make the target build one more reactor a year? Yeah, I mean, I think you could make that argument. I also think that, like, John said this, and I think this is true, and I think this is like the, probably the debate for the soul of the topic. Is it a question of whether or not um, the end result energy production is the uh, what is it what is substantially increased, or is it the investment itself? It's probably just the investment, right? Like that's probably what it is, and that the energy increase is like FX. But like, I think that that is a good question for the topic, because like the point is to increase energy production. But like that's not the way the topic is written, right? I think an invest in R and D, yeah, in nuclear would be a way to go. So yeah, like, invest in cold fission, yeah, or whatever. And then equipment manages all the spin off that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like that's that's a really good that's a that's a good app. There's like no dissent to that. Well, there's probably dissent, but like not. You know what I mean? Like so the yeah. dissent that everyone has all the other apps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fine. If we actually get if we actually get like like cold fusion, then uh, I guess the economies don't matter anymore, do they? Yeah. Resolution says in energy policy, debt substantially increases investments. It doesn't yeah. say that the energy policy has to increase production or consumption, but I yeah. do think that a topical app has to mean that we invest more in it. So, like, while you could raise 
questions about whether people have to accept whatever mm -hmm. subsidy or program you offer in order to be topical. I think that the, with the most semantically literal wording of the yeah. topic, it doesn't have to actually work. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know yeah. why people would want a plan that doesn't produce anything, but yeah. you spend well, a million dollars to put a geothermal plant over a place where there's no geothermal <laughs> energy. I yeah, I'm just trying my best. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, I think that. But I think that that's. I think again, that's the question though. Is like, if if the if the bar for investment is a bad bar, then like, what's the next bar, right? Like, and I think that that's a good debate because I think it would be easy to make that argument, right? You're like, if we if we do just like build geothermal, if we like build nuclear power plants, but like they don't do anything in the immediate, then the investment doesn't accomplish anything, which means there's no stable access to disad ground, right? Or disad links. So what is the other bar that we can use in the resolution? Well, it would have to be the cre the actual generation or creation of the energy, not the investment, right? You can actually get stable disad links off that. So different area, when we're putting nuclear plant places, does it matter or can we put them anywhere? Um, like, I, um, I they do need, I mean the facilities themselves are actually like just ridiculously large uh, and I think I don't I don't know what the regulation is in terms of the space around it that has to be vacant I don't I can't imagine this that much based on the location of some of them um, but like but like this talks about like there and I don't know what the what the difference in regulation is in states because I think that they're based on different states um, and how they determine uh, how they would regulate nuclear power plants um, but those states. So some of those states are way more regulated than others, um, like I said earlier, and I think that it probably would be a safe bet to say that they would put new nuclear power plants in states that are less regulated. Like that, to, maybe that's just like me being a pessimist, are you but. Oh what? Yeah, it's an energy topic. It's a domestic energy topic. It's absolutely what people read states, and I don't think states is a bad counterplan. Just, just to be clear, um, but. <laughs> Yeah. Ground, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think I think that a good counterplan on this topic is like like a federal regulation of the industry, um, which like would solve a lot of the probably disads that or it would solve a lot of the problems um, that happen now. That would be a good states counterplan, I think, too, because like the states are already the ones regulating the largely regulating nuclear energy, um, and so like, yeah, I think I think that those are that's fine, um, but the location of them largely doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure it does, but... You shouldn't view the topic as how much energy it should get produced. That's just like putting yourself in a trap. You should always think of the topic as how much investment is being generated by the plan, and then what does that result in? If you skip the investment step, you'll be like, but there's no reactors that get built anytime soon. That means like I win because they don't solve anything. But if they're smart, their advantages won't come from that. Their advantages won't come from the completion of the project a lot sometimes. Um, but... I don't think that a lot of people will be smart. Okay, maybe that's true. I think that a lot of people's apps will be based on the production, the actual production of the energy, right? Because but like, like, but you said a good app too, and I agree with you. Is like fixed deteriorating infrastructure from one of these five areas. Mm -hmm. Like if it's like fixed dams, fixed like uh, nuclear <laughs> power or whatever, those apps bring no new energy capacity online, but are topical. They are an increased investment in that energy sector. Like nothing in the resolution says that like we have to increase power generation mm -hmm. in one of those sectors, just investment in them. So like repairing 
broken infrastructure in hy the hybrid sector is like a totally viable topical affirmative and you don't have to, like the question was how many plants do we have to build to be substantial? And I just think that's not the correct way to think about substantially on this topic and it could be a trap. And so if other people kind of have those same thoughts, just try to like reorient yourself towards it needs to be a substantial increase in investment commitments, not in like energy capacity building in the future. Um, so as long as we're like generating financial interest in these sectors, it doesn't matter if the stuff comes online or not or what they do with that money. And look, I think I'm just upset that that's the barometer for how topical an F is this oh, year yeah, is investment, sure. not the production of the energy. Sure. I'm just salty. That's it. Get off my porch. Um, okay. So let's talk about hydroelectric. Get it? It's a dam. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, one person. Uh, okay. So wildly enough, hydroelectric, I think, is a relatively big source of energy compared to like how big you think it is. Um, I think that most people think that it's probably a relatively small amount of energy. I guess I do because I live in the middle of the country, um, and so I don't see it, kind of, right? Um, but it accounts for 7% of U.S. domestic energy production. The reason that hydroelectric is good, I think, is uh, potentially access to a specific advantage. Um, it is constant. Um, and so when we burn like other fossil fuels or when we burn other fuels or even like solar and wind, uh, they will fluctuate in terms of the amount of energy that they produce. The dope thing about water and running it over a paddle is that it always happens as long as there's water, right? And so this provides a really like stable baseline for the amount of energy that can be produced and it allows for there to be... Um, like it allows stability in the energy sector, in the energy sector, basically. Um, and we'll talk more about the last sentence of this: um, droughts and climate change uh, in the future, because it's kind of a weird thing. Um, the other thing that's really cool about this, and I think that we, I mean, I hear about it a lot from being from Kansas. So they talk about, uh, you probably hear about it a lot being from Western Kansas, right? Is that like, there's not a way for you to like store energy from wind turbines um, or store it efficiently or effectively. Um, that's something that's really cool about hydroelectric is the storage of energy is super easy. Um, so 97% of utility scale electrical storage comes specifically from um, hydroelectric, uh, which means majority of our stored energy is hydro, oh, vast majority of our stored energy is hydroelectric. Um, this is, I think that this is uniquely good because it kind of, like we talked about that on nuclear energy, how like nuclear energy is used to like back up the grid or back up like specific areas in the event that like they don't have the energy that they need. I think that stored electric from hydro energy, hydroelectric energy also has the potential to do that. Like to me, I think hydroelectric is good because it's the most stable form of energy that exists. Um, the problem with it is, and this is, uh, I think, a really easily workable problem, um, is that the, it's kind of the same problem with nuclear. In order to construct new dams or to new, construct new hydroelectric projects, it is like prohibitively expensive, also incredibly time-consuming. Um, and also, it like massively disrupts whatever environment it exists in. Um, and I'm, I think that there probably are some like uh, like eco-friendly hydroelectric options that you could go with. Um, but I think that like just generally speaking, largely speaking, um, those things will mess up uh, whatever environment they exist in. Um, the other problem is is and this is I think an interesting debate at the very least, is that global warming will disrupt the way that hydroelectric works in the future because it changes the way that rainfall happens, it changes the way that droughts happen, um, and it changes the way that like the ocean is, right? Um, and so like it changes the way currents exist, right? Which means that hydroelectric is less predictable in the future. 
I think that a good app in this instance would be able to adapt to those things and continue to generate a stable amount of energy, right? So like it changes the way that you kind of go about the, the warming debate, um, which is why I think it's kind of interesting, right? If, if warming is happening and it's catastrophic, we need to have a way to like, I just like really like the adaptation topic, I think. We need to have a way to like adapt to that and like hydroelectric could potentially do that as long as we build and adapt our dams to exist in that way, right? then it is maintained as like the most stable form of energy. Also, very cool. Uh, constructing new dams is 100% not feasible. It costs way too much money, massively changes rivers ecosystems. Um, but 90% of dams or 80, it was like, this is 80,000 dams in the United States don't produce electricity. They're just dams, right? Uh, so that means they open up when they need to, like when they're too full and let water out. Um, you could super easily retrofit those dams to produce hydroelectric energy. Um, that means you're not disrupting any new ecosystems. You're just adding an energy component to the dams that exist now. I think, yeah. Um, we're doing that to the Hoover Dam right now. Oh, really? There's already like models of how we can convert large yeah. old dams into hydroelectric dams. That's super dope. 100% I think is like uh, the AF. For, for hydroelectric. Or like, at least if you want to talk about dams is, is the topic for hydroelectric. The F. Um, so Department of Energy study identified 12 gigawatts of new hydroelectric or hydropower to be built by retrofitting non-powered dams. So that's, uh, it would increase 15% uh, of current power capacity um, or half of what US solar currently produces. I think that is it's pretty hard to find topic or like topic area specific disads to hydroelectric in particular if you're not building new dams, right? And also don't kind of I kind of uh, I mean I'm sure that there are counter plans based on the incentive, but like I don't think that there's like the nuclear topic juxtaposed against this one is really good because like there aren't a bunch of different kinds of hydroelectric because like it is just like the same simple process. I mean obviously it's changed, right? we don't use like the actual like paddle anymore right but like or like a wooden paddle but like uh, is basically the same process that we've used forever right and so the technology that's that exists around it is not like something you can pick out of or change necessarily so much as it is just like the same thing which means that if you're doing hydroelectric i think that it's way more difficult for the uh, the negative to get counterplan ground um which is which will be good for you on this topic um also, um, I think that another app that's probably pretty good um, that I don't think that I have on, I don't have it on here. Um, I think that apps on hydroelectrics that uh, work to increase, um, oh gosh, I, this was on the high school topic and I, I can't remember what the app was exactly, but basically it was like building hydroelectric in the ocean um, that would, it also like helps like barricade the coastline against climate change. Right, so like they accomplish like those two goals. Um, I think the apps that do stuff like that that are also like environmentally friendly are good apps specifically for hydroelectric. And I think that hydroelectric probably uniquely has those, uniquely gets those benefits because in terms of it building structures in water, I think it's probably like the least disruptive. I, wind, wind might be less disruptive, but we get cancer from windmills, so. <laughs> Again, I think hydroelectric is, hydroelectric is really straightforward. To me, like when I look at this, I do just think like, again, that the best 
F is to retrofit dams that don't currently have hydroelectric um, because it's minimal work. Um, you get a massive energy boost from it. And it is just like probably the most stable form of energy. It's not the most efficient, but it is the most stable form of energy. Um, yeah. Does anybody have questions about hydroelectric? I feel like it's also maybe the most boring part of the topic. Which is a bummer, because I think it is like probably, I, I think it is the most strategically sound. terribly boring it's, not a lot of, it's pretty straightforward yeah. yeah 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 that's i guess that's the nice thing about most of the, yeah, these two yeah yeah 100 percent. it's super straightforward it produces like a stable boring amount of energy <laughs> um but also like just is really good at what it does right and so like i think that that's i think that's why it is a good app um i think that like i said it's difficult to get uh disad impacts there i also think that like um hydroelectric can probably get you into advantages that don't necessarily um, that, that are modeling advantages, probably, right? I think that that's a unique place you can get good modeling advantages. Um, that's not true. I mean, you can probably do that for any topic, but um, other countries doing nuclear might not be a good idea. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think that hydroelectric is, like, probably there's no disad to other countries doing it unless you exist on the Nile, um, and then you'll fight over it because that's what happened. Yeah. So you said that hydroelectric is, has the best storage solutions? Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think that it is less in that. It's more in the way that it's produced. So because it's a constant stream of energy. Um, am I wrong? So no, you you store it, but when you produce extra like electric power to increase power, it Oh wow. That's very dope. All right, any questions about hydroelectric? Or about nuclear. Or about nuclear. Like, no, that's over. It's not over for forever. Nope, it's done. Never again. Do <laughs> don't don't do that. I that's Do you think hydro has issues with like stable and or quality internal links to some of the common advantages? Like the growth potential of hydro isn't maybe as big as some of the other, yeah. like especially like solar and wind and nuclear. Yeah. And so like, do they have as good internal links to say like a climate change advantage? I don't think they do. Probably. That's like, I think one of the drawbacks to hydro is that they claim smaller impacts or smaller risk of impacts. See, and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think. I think that that is the benefit to it. In my, I mean, in my opinion, um, because they don't think. I think that like when you walk into a debate and you're reading something about like uh, hydro, you're like, we're gonna outfit old dams, right? Their best answer was gonna be that you disrupt the environment. Well, they don't have that, they don't access that now, right? So then their next best answer is to answer your advantage, which like if you're reading climate change, then like they have an answer, right? But if you're reading a small advantage about like a specific type of energy or specific energy production and like, I don't know, I guess if you're reading grid advantages, they probably have answers too. But like if you're reading an, if you're reading an AF about stability of production and how that benefits the economy or something and, and growth, then I think that that is a much more specific advantage and not and harder for them to answer. So I think that like hydroelectric forces you to be more specific, which is not bad. Um, I agree. You just need to make sure yeah. that you're good at negotiating the like probability of impacts debate 
because the, a lot of the really good debaters on this topic are some of the big technical schools are still going to read like five giant diseds against you or whatever, or three like super high impact massive diseds, no matter what app you're reading. And they will have varying level of application. Some of them won't apply at all, and just like answer them in process. But the ones that <coughs> are sticking a little bit, and you've gone ahead already from the YAC and claimed smaller advantages or whatever, and don't have like these big like extinction climate change scenarios or whatever, they're reading extinction disheads. Like you need to be to to capitalize on reading an app like that. You need to make sure that you're like ready to like have the probability debate against the giant generic dissents people mm -hmm. are going to read against you. Absolutely, and I mean, I think that again, I think that like when you're when you're reading an app like retrofitting dams, I think that like if you're if you're not ready to debate the link and the probability of a link, then I think that that's like where you where you should be focusing your time because I don't think that a majority of disads will link to hydroelectric, um, especially if you're not building new. Um, and so, but I, I do think that that's something you can do. Um, I think that's something you can get away with. Um, but I think that I don't think that most people are willing to like just sit on it, right? Like sit on a no link and be like that's that's just it. Like it's a bad link. You should read it because it's a bad card, right? Because most of the time that's true, right? It is a bad card. Yeah. So if the DOE identifies in twenty twelve that we should start updating dams, is there inherency issues for hydroelectric? Uh, or have they just given up on it? I don't think that they've necessarily given up on it. I think that it's happened at a really slow rate, and that's part of the problem is that like hydroelectric is like, and that's what it's like says like talks about like massive capital costs in order to do this, which is not something we have to worry about in debate world, I guess, unless Wiki's debating you um, and you're going to hear spending. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, it's not something that we have to worry about necessarily insofar as spending is the only question that, it, that is there, right? Um, it's the private sector wouldn't want to do it by itself or the government wouldn't want to do it by itself because it's too expensive. So, um, and I think that, I also think that there's not been a like a renewed focus necessarily on hydroelectric because there are much newer, more attractive forms of energy that exist, right? And so, like, why would anybody spend time on hydroelectric when, like John said, like it is probably actually less efficient in terms of the energy that it produces than like nuclear? Certainly less efficient than nuclear, right? Um, it's like certainly less focused on the things like natural gas because it doesn't generate the type of industry that natural gas would generate, right? And so, like, there's not the same economic incentive to do it, not only in terms of the amount of co capital cost, but the amount of profit, like, produced because of it, right? In those two worlds, there's no reason why a, a company would be like, yeah, let's build a dam. That sounds really good, right? Um, but, like, that's why I think it's good, kind of, because, like, other things around it are probably better, but it is more stable at what it does. And again, I think, that, I think that that is like the focus here. And I know that like, if you debated on the energy topic, like a lot of the st uh, grid stability questions I think are important in terms of uh, econ impacts, which, so I think you can get to big, big like large scale impacts, like, right? Um, but I think they're important in terms of small impacts too. So like you kind of choose the direction you go in terms of the stability argument. But again, I think that that is like just a very good argument because it's true, right? Like if you can walk into a debate around and say a true thing about the economy, which is kind of a shocker, um, you probably have a good shot to win that debate, right? I mean, energy companies are just always going to chase <clears throat> profit. Like they know how much they get paid for producing energy. 
mm -hmm. and they know how much it's going to cost them to build the infrastructure to produce that energy, and they know how much money they can get back from the government or other sources in order to do that. And so it's just like weighing all three of those things and what results in the most profits for them is what they're going to do. So like retrofitting hydro dams was like identified a long time ago as something that's promising from the DOE, but absent subsidies for it, they're just too expensive to build for the energy output that they're going to, not, I mean the output will be the same, like they're going to produce a good amount of kilowatts per hour and they get a flat fee for that or whatever for, from customers for producing energy. But the amount of overhead and the lack of subsidies means that the profit equation is not in their favor, so it just never happened. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, like, people, those same companies might be going at wind instead because the subsidies were high enough that even though they weren't producing that much energy to consumers, they were getting so much energy back from the government that it didn't matter, um, kind of thing. So there's just like how you, how you, every app is going to have to kind of like at least prove in cross X or in some way be able to explain how like you the investment change you've made how does it make energy companies choose that energy source over something else mm -hmm. like your plan might be like yo this would be we need this but if it doesn't tilt the profit equation in favor of that energy source over say solar or over nuclear or over whatever else mm -hmm. is on the table then they're not going to use your subsidy like in any way so like you would like Alan said you'd be topical if you like through money in some direction and try to encourage investment in some direction, but you might not solve anything unless you can prove that that like, has changed the equation to the point that someone actually starts building the kind of energy that your advantages are based on. Um, and so I think a lot of apps like, won't yet think about that at all. Like They'll just be like, my author says it's something you should do. Be like, yeah, but there's subsidies and other forms of energy that are being used now. Like Why would they change course? Like, so you need to be able to at least have a story or a narrative on why the plan tilts the playing field in favor of the energy source that you're claiming advantages from um, before, before you are able to solve. Like you, that's, a, that's a question you should be able to answer, certainly in the higher powered, more technical debates. That's the kind of thing you want to be like interrogating from your opponent is like, how does this change the game? Like, I don't understand. Like, yes, you've, you've added a new subsidy, but other subsidies still exist. What people are using now, why would they bail on the like current subsidies to do your subsidy? Like you haven't given me any comparative reason why they would switch. Um, <coughs> so then if you have just some like decent solvency evidence that's like electric companies are at capacity, there's not really a ton of room for them to bring projects new online, it'd mean that they would have to abandon current projects to take advantage of the new subsidy. Like why would you do that? They've already spent a whole bunch of money on the projects they are working on. Like the, there's a lot of inertia to like overcome in terms of like new projects being developed and coming online with new investment. And you have to, you, to solve, you do have to win that the investment happens most generally. Like, no one's gonna have advantages of, like, offering this incentive, even if it doesn't get used, generates the following advantage. Like, that's not gonna be a thing. Like, that's not, it certainly won't be a very good advantage if, it, if you try to do that. I think, um, I think that, like, just off the two that I've seen, I think nuclear can get there because I think that all you need is a perceptive link for hedge, but. Perception of hedge. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, d again, you need to watch Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. Why the Soviet Union collapsed? Anyway, be prepared to think about why people would do your energy because of the plan. Hopefully, hopefully your solvency advocate says that, and it's just like we need to do this because the other subsidies are inadequate. People are looking for something better. If you offer them something better, people will jump at it. If you've got that piece of evidence, great. Like you're fine. But if you don't have that evidence, and your author is just like, hey, it'd be cool if we had a tax break for. 
like reverse osmosis hydro dams or something mm-hmm. that I just made up that's not real. Um, then, like, it then sounded you, real. I believe it. You have to at least you have to win that that tax break will generate interest. Like people yeah. will, are interested in it, and if they're not, then like you're not going to win any access to your advantages. Um, so I, I do have a question um, because I think that, and maybe this is a conversation that y'all had last night. Um, so an energy policy that increases investments, like does that mean that the, the AF could actually just be to build dams, right? I don't think so. Why? The federal government doesn't build dams. Why? Can't they? If they build just don't dams. do that. Like the federal government doesn't build roads either. Yeah, but like, so if the federal government they, can commission the roads are built though, correct? Yeah, they can have a contracting process. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't I don't, right? yeah, like, no, yeah. for sure. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that the federal government's going to hire people to go out to build the road, but like they could commission dams be built, right? And so like, do you think that that overcomes the question of whether or not like investment, like you're not at that point, it's not an incentive, right? The federal government is directly investing into building dams. That that would be because the wording is the United States federal government has implemented energy policies that substantially, and so I guess you could argue that it's implementing an energy policy because we talked about like negative action, like removing barriers mm-hmm. more, and so I think it's not really negative action, but I think it's a form of implementing an energy policy. I think it's a debate to be had. But I think it's sure. topical. I just don't know if it's real. Is what I'm saying. I don't think that's something the government does. The uh, federal government owns the Grand Coulee and Dams. The what? The Grand Coulee. And that's it? No other dams? Uh, no, because I don't know. So yeah, but like, uh, the point is that they could. They could. Yeah. And, and, I mean, the Bureau, of, Procl- the the Bureau yeah. of Proclamation. From the Does the government <laughs> own any of the nuclear reactors? The federal government might own, might own some nuclear reactors, too. Probably. But like, the, the point is, is like, I think that if you're worried about that debate, because like maybe your energy is like boring and not nuclear, and maybe hydroelectric, you could just have the government build or contract the dams to be built, right? And I think that, that allows you to skip that step. But I do think that there's like a good argument for like whether or not that energy will be efficient or or used even, right? Because like that's and I think so. I think that the like uh, I don't know which the incentive equation or what is the equation, whatever the like use equation. Yeah. Like whether or not that matters because like if the energy is not used, then it doesn't do anything, right? Or it's not modeled because it's not good, right? I mean, you have to find an advocate. It's like the federal government should. Build yeah, infrastructure for energy production. I don't know if that'll exist, but if you had those cards, you could definitely need that ad. Wait. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll get Alex set up up here, um, and we will start the next lecture. So if you want to take five minutes, go outside, take a walk, stretch your legs, go to the bathroom, whatever. Feel free.